everyone. I'm Minister Marvin Fant. And I want to give you some insight on some things that I've recently come across. Okay. First of all, I want to say, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you're having a fabulous day. And I want to teach you something. Teach you something that that I was um, particularly unaware of until um, this past week, really. Now, the title of this lesson is, when reading this particular scripture, have you ever thought about, and then I have those question marks, right? Okay. Have you ever thought about? Thought about what? Well, that's what I'm alluding to. Let's get right to this. So, with your Bibles, go to John chapter 13, verse 1. John chapter 13, verse 1. Let me fix this. All right. All right. <clears throat> John chapter 13, verse 1. And like I said, just, just hang with me because my point of contention is toward the end of what I'm reading. Okay? So just hang, hang in there with me. Verse 1. It was just before the Passover, the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet. Drying them with the towel, that was wrapped around him, he came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. And if you come to think about it, being Christians, that, that's how we are at times in our quest to do good, in our quest to um, make an impression. There are many times we get in the way of Jesus. There are many times we get in the way for our own good. And this is one of those situations. Because we are thinking within the box instead of outside of the box. We are thinking with the flesh instead of the spirit. 
to verse 10. And Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew what was going, who was going to betray him. And that was why he said, not everyone was clean. When he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his to this to his place and said, Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so. For that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash <coughs> excuse me, one another's feet. Verse 15, I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Verily, very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. <clears throat> and again, I have to in, I have to um, reiterate that we ourselves are of our at times own worst making because he said to do this for one another, and many times we we're not looking out for one another. It's all about the um, individual accomplishments and goals. But when we get past the um, the individuality, then we can start to um, be blessed and bless others. But I'll continue on. Verse 18, I'm not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am, that I am who I am. Very truly, I tell you, excuse me, whoever accepts me and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. And think of it this way. There are many who say they believe in God, but don't accept the son. If you call yourself not accepting the son, then quite frankly, you don't believe in God. The two are connected. The two, it, it, it's a package deal. There is no separation of. You either accept the son or, or it, I'll put it this way, it would behoove you to accept the son. But that's another story. Let me move on. After he had said this, verse 21, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. 
his, his disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which one of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him, Simon Peter, motioned to this disciple and said, ask him which one he means. In other words, he may have seen uh, someone standing and they may have been looking fidgety. It may have been, it may have been um, Judas. It may have been Judas. But you know how it is when you're you're asked a question, well, who did this, who did that? And it's almost like a police lineup. And you happen to notice someone acting out of character, not acting the way they should. So that was a, a situation of, hey, you point this person out right here. And then in, in uh, verse 25, leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Now, what I want to do also right here is give you another little tidbit within the um, framework of what I'm talking about. So when I'm doing, because I'm right now I'm reading from the um, NIV, so I'm going to switch it over to the King James. <clears throat> now I'm in the NIV, NIV because I want the um, wording to have a little more clarity um, with what's being spoken in relation to today's language, you know, today's terms. Okay, but I never put aside the, the King James because there are times when in the King James <coughs> you get a, a truer sense of what's being told as opposed to today's translations. And even with the King James, um, there are other publications that you get a better translation with than the King James. But anyway, let me, let me read this here. In verse 26 in the King James, <clears throat> Jesus answered, he it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now, when he said sop, you give a sop, that made me think about a term primarily in the South, okay? Primarily in the South, especially this is where I heard the term when I, um, when I first came, uh, I live in Anderson, South Carolina now, but I moved from New York. And this is when I began to hear, hear this term where or you, you sopping up some, um, sopping up some gravy with a biscuit. Uh, sopping up this or sopping up that, and you're using a form of bread, or primarily a biscuit, you're sopping it up. Well, now I, now I see where they got the term from here. This is where they get the term. Anyway, I just wanted to give you that little, little tidbit right there, okay? So, you sop it up. So let me go back to... Um, the NIV. Okay, go back to the NIV. 
Now read that verse again, verse 26. Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then dipping a piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. Now, now see, now we're starting to get into the, the uh, meat of things, the crux of it. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. Now I'm thinking, and one would think also, wasn't Satan in him already? But see, Judas is already going by his own volition. His heart was not pure. You get what I'm saying? You see where I'm going, going from? Where I'm going at? His heart wasn't pure. His heart, in other words, was not like the, the others, the, the, the other disciples. But I'll get back to that. <clears throat> so, Jude, so Jesus told him, what you're about to do, do quickly. And when Jesus, let me clarification on that, when Jesus said that, he wasn't talking to Judas, he was talking to Satan. Now, here's where it really gets juicy. Verse 28. <clears throat> but no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Really? Now, didn't he just say he would be betrayed? Verse 21. After he said this, this is in verse 21. After he said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. So going to going to verse going back to verse 28. And it says, but no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Hmm. Now, in all the years, now I've been saved since 1990. And that's why I say when you when you read, especially the Bible. Read it in its context and read in the sense of <clears throat> learning and growing, okay? Just don't run through it, but take your time and digest the word. Because a lot, of can, go, a lot can go by when you're not really, you know how when you're eating and you're just trying to wolf stuff down Take your time, enjoy every morsel. Just like here, take your time to let every word get into you for understanding. All right, let every word get in. So, and it says, but no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. <clears throat> But like I said, wouldn't that make you stop and think? It's kind of like, why, why are they surprised? And then in verse 29, it says, since Judas, since Judas, since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival. <clears throat> buy what's needed for the festival? Really? Uh, this is about betrayal, right? 
So why would they think that? I mean, really, why would they think that um, it was about him buying something for the festival? Oh, but then it gets better. Check this out. And then it says, or to give something to the poor. Does that sound like portrayal? No, it doesn't. I mean, that's this is in Jesus Jesus's wheelhouse, right? <clears throat> and this is supposed to be about betrayal. So, why? Why would they say this? Even though you go back to verse twenty-one, they were told what was about to be up. They were told there was betrayal or going to be betrayal. And this is what they're coming up with afterwards. But the thing is, <clears throat> and then it says, now I'll finish out here in verse 30. And it, as soon as Judas, Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. And I'm going to stop there. Okay. I'm going to stop there. But the thing is, now I'm asking you a question. Okay. And I'm going to put it this way because I I had asked the Lord to give imply more wisdom into me. And I think I I kind of figured this out, okay? And you let me know if say if you you've come across this word okay whereas and you really thought about this and not just ran through it because like i said i've been saved since 1990 and really this scripture here is the first time i really took notice of it okay at its word at its base at its core <clears throat> and, I, and i'll go through it again in verse 26 it is the one to whom i will I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. Okay. Okay, that's that's one key right there. Hold on to that. So Jesus told him, What you do, what what you are about to do, do quickly. And then it says, but no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge over the, of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. Again, this doesn't, this doesn't make sense in them, in them talking this way. It does not make sense. So, but then I came to the realization. And this is where <clears throat> I believe, I believe that the Holy Spirit had let me know this. And I had to write this down because a lot of times things come to me. And if I don't write it down, then it's like it comes in and like, boom, it's gone. Then I have to try to rethink, okay, what was it that just, you know. So I made note of this. I said, it seems like the disciples forget that Judas was going to betray Jesus, right? But I think the reason they gave that weird response, 
which it was weird, was that the Lord was protecting them because Satan was in the body of Judas. Now, think about that, okay? Satan was, you had the disciples there, you had Jesus in the flesh. And then all of a sudden now, see, they can't see when Satan entered Judas's body, but Jesus saw, okay? Remember, he, he this we're, the realism here is the spirit. We're in the spirit, this, the spirit realm is the realism. The flesh is not the realism, the spirit realm is. <clears throat> the, the flesh is just another dimension, but the truth is in the spirit. So Jesus saw this. <clears throat> and like I said, I think this is a way of protecting them because Satan was in the body of Judas. And if, see, here's the thing. Remember when Peter later on got beside himself when when um when Jesus was arrested, right? So just think in this situation, <clears throat> they would have tried to attack Judas. And they and um and if they had tried to physically come against him, it would not have been pretty because at that moment the devil, I mean, excuse me, Satan was in his body. And it would not have been pretty. And it would have altered Jesus' mission. Okay, you, you see, he had to stay on track. <clears throat> excuse me. He had to stay on track. And the way I see Judas, again, Judas's heart was already jacked up. His, you know, his intent, his intentions were already suspect, but it started with the heart. So when he was going to go through with this betrayal, the papers had already been signed. It had been signed by the time Jesus had sopped or dipped the bread in whatever, okay? When he dipped, that meant the papers were signed. It was sealed, it was delivered. And when that happened, that's when Satan entered the body of Judas. <clears throat> and in that situation, in that particular, in that particular instance, you see when we deny the son the father the holy spirit when when there when there is denial in that situation judas had denied so if you don't want god with you god gives us a free a free will god is like okay I stand back. I'm gone. See you. And when that happened, Satan was like, okay, time for me to move in because he is, 
He is the originator of lies and deceit and deception. And this is one of the biggest situations in the history of mankind. Right? Let me think about it. So Satan, he wanted that front row. He wanted to be right there in the action. So what better opportunity? This body is now an open door. This body is open. I can come right on in and be right there in that situation to um, see this thing through personally. And that's what happened. When you don't want God in your life, there, you open the door for Satan to come in. Now, in other situations, see, just like a corporation, <clears throat> they'll have their underlings to do the, do the dirty work, so to speak. Satan's underlings are devils or imps or whatever you want to call them. But in this situation, when dealing with the big one, talking about Jesus oh he had to get front row seat right there he had to be in the action it wasn't about um sending his devils to intercede no he had to be front row right there and what better situation than to cohabitate the body of Judas to see it through so this was this is what this was about. <clears throat> so if you <clears throat> if you think um you have a different take on that, please feel free to let me know. Please let me know. If you, if you agree with me, let me know. If you disagree with me, let me know. Remember, this is this is um, my conclusion, okay? I'm not saying it's set in stone, but I'm I was just trying to piece together what, what seems appropriate and right in this situation. And I hope you see the reasoning and logic behind what I'm saying. Now, before I go, I also want to make mention of my new book, Renew Your Mind. Now, this, now this particular book for sale because it's got that not for resale going across there, okay? This, this one was particularly for me. But Renew Your Mind for a Better Life. And it's available at Amazon.com. Now, all you got to do is just go to Amazon.com, put in my name, Marvin Fant, and you'll hit, hit the section where it says books. And this book and some of, some of my other books will, will pop up. So now that you know, now that you've heard, no said.